Thank you, Bella. Great to be here. Appreciate it. As always, welcome back to another edition of the Soccer Specialist Podcast. And today, we are going to talk about athleticism versus skill. And this is something I've wanted to talk about for a while. I do talk about it here and there within other topics. What got me motivated to finally get on a podcast and talk about just this was a uh, post that Buford Mobley did in his group about athleticism, specifically referring to Messi. Because one thing we've always heard people talk about is, oh, Messi never would have made it in American soccer because he was small. And one of Buford's points was is that, yeah, he was short, but Messi is a world-class athlete, which is absolutely true. Um, so real quick, before I get into it, go check out the soccer parent lifestyle.us, the soccer parent lifestyle.us. It's a fantastic uh, book that um, Buford wrote recently about his journey through <laughs> the craziness of youth soccer. So if you're a parent with kids, you have questions, you're not sure how to handle certain things. It's a fantastic book. It'll save you a lot of time and possibly heartache. So I, I definitely think you should go check it out. Anyway, moving on. So we talk about skill. Obviously, we're talking, there's a whole list of different things. We're talking about first touch, ball control in general, specifically 1v1 play and dribbling, trapping with all different parts of the body, passing all different kinds, not just the inside of the right or inside of the left over five or 10 yards, but longer balls on the ground, um, driven passes, bending bending crosses, you know, pinging the balls to, to switch the field, chipping, different kinds of chipping, heading, all different kinds of heading, defensive heading on corners, heading offensive or defensive heading from a goal kick, from a corner kick, what have you. So many different ways to head the ball. And then there's also the non-physical skills, really, which is the game knowledge, okay, the soccer IQ, but also things like anticipation, vis vision, awareness, and things like that all incredibly important and we talk a lot about how you can be a really really great player by developing all those things that don't require the athleticism that which usually when we're talking about a sport like soccer athleticism we're talking about speed agility quickness changing direction that sort of thing and let's make no mistake though about professional soccer players like Messi they are world class athletes with world-class speed even the a professional player say in, in la liga or the premier league or what have you that may seem slow well sure but that's slow relative to other professional soccer players you know that's not just slow speed plays a huge huge role in the sport of soccer and so i think where we kind of go off the rails with this discussion is when we're talking about it in the youth game with American soccer, we get, we get a little confused. A lot of people say, oh, we focus too much on athleticism to a degree, but there, there are two different ways to look at it, which is what I'm getting to is too often in the youth game in America, we focus on superior or early developed athleticism to win soccer games at young ages, when that superior athleticism is much further ahead than the technical skills at that age and that level. Does that make sense? And we do it to the detriment of also developing the necessary technical skills in those 
superior athletes at young ages so that they're not included. All those things I talked about with the skills, those athletes aren't really getting the attention and the coaching and the, the drilling and the training that they need to develop those skills alongside their athleticism. And they end up flaming out at older ages at higher levels because they've gotten away with superior athleticism, but they haven't been developed as a soccer player. So we start thinking that it's not, you know, soccer is not about athleticism at all. And, and that's why we talk about, and I've, I've talked about and written about all those things you can do in soccer that can make you a heck of a player without athleticism. And it's true. But athleticism is a huge part of success in soccer. Speed, agility, quickness, those things are more important in soccer than most other team sports, really. Um and I feel the urge to talk about ImpactSoccerPerformance.com right now, but I won't do that. So my point being, no, you don't have to be the fastest just because of all those things we talked about as long as, you know, vision, awareness, anticipation, first touch, receiving the ball the, prop, the proper way, you know, receiving across the back foot when you should do so, things like that. But make no mistake, it's a combination of high-level technical skills, mental skills, and I'm talking about both game IQ, but also mental toughness, confidence, setting, and athleticism. It's not one or the other. And so I want to talk about, I want to back up a little bit and talk about speed and the importance of it in soccer, but it's not a be all end all. That's where we get confused is thinking that we always focus too much on the, the athlete, but that's because we focus on using that athlete to win games without development. What we need to be doing is when we take those superior athletes is developing their soccer to go along with their athleticism and vice versa. When you have those kids that aren't the fastest, aren't the biggest, aren't the quickest on the pitch, you should also be taking something like impact soccer performance and working on your athleticism, your speed, agility, quickness, things like that. And to that point, we'll talk about how important speed can be and not just being the fastest, but just being a little bit of faster, being a little bit faster than you are, which is going to improve your game. So look, stride length isn't everything, but I'm just going to use this to give you an, an idea of how important a, a little bit of increase in your speed can be. So let's say for the sake of argument with proper training, we're able to improve a player's stride length by two inches. Okay. It's not a lot, right? Two inches doesn't seem like much, but that means that player is going to cover 24 more inches of ground over 12 steps. That's two feet over six steps. That's a full foot. And in soccer, that's the difference between making a play and not making a play. So the difference between being first to the ball, being second, being able to get there and make the tackle, not getting there in timing and get the other player getting the shot off or dribbling around you or taking the ball out of the air or, you know, heading it into the goal. If you're, if you're the defender, whatever it is, it's the difference between finishing a breakaway or stopping one cover an extra couple of feet of ground. And that short of distance is a huge advantage on the pitch. And it could be the difference between sitting the bench or being the star as you get a little older. So, and in that, I want to go back to Messi for a minute because I think he's, He's a great example. Let's forget his height for a second. First of all, by the way, if you think he's small, check out his legs sometime. Messi, maybe not now at what, 35, 36, but if you look at Messi when he was younger in his prime, he may have been the fastest player in the world over 10 to 20 yards. And on top of that, he had the incredible change of direction 
and agility. So over short distances, Messi was world-class, change of direction, agility, and speed, which mainly acceleration, obviously, because it's short distance, and world-class dribbling skills, technically speaking. Messi put the two together and became arguably the greatest player to ever play the game. Okay, so now backing up a little bit, I want to go back to, I know I'm kind of going all over the map, but this is important because again, I want to get off this idea of, oh, Americans, you know, they're look, only look at athleticism. Europe looks for incredible athletic traits as well. Athleticism, speed, strength, size, big focus in Germany. Barcelona had a height requirement before Cruyff took over and got rid of it, which was a long time ago. I don't know at what age they decided or, you know, if they use doctors to look at projected growth or what have you. I can't remember off the top of my head. But Barcelona, before Cruyff there, had a height requirement of 5'9". Didn't matter how good you are. If you were not 5'9", at a certain age or maybe projected to be at least that tall when you're an adult, that was it. You were done. You were out. Right? So it's not, the oh, the U.S. looks for athletes, not soccer players. Europe also looks for athletes as well, but they have two other things going for them. Their culture of, of street soccer, players playing on their own to get all the um, skill development, and they take those athletes within the structure and within the academies, and they develop their technical ability to be a great player because they're, ta- they're looking at it with an eye on them making the first team or selling them off to somebody else for money that they can reinvest into making the club better. So it's not about winning with a better athlete at a young age. It's about turning that athlete into a soccer player at the higher ages. So Europe's taking that superior athlete and adding the soccer skill development. America wants to use the athletic advantage at early ages to win games in ways that you're not going to necessarily win games at older ages. And we don't focus on developing those athletes into soccer players. Okay, so understand it's not about one or the other it's about maximizing the both, both. And a lot of players, look, and I, I gave Messi as an example of the marriage of both, world-class, technically world-class, athletically, in terms of what he does on the pitch. But most people aren't going to be like that. And, and that's okay. But you're going to maximize your ability as a soccer player if you struggle technically, but you're a great athlete. Bringing up those technical skills are going to make a huge difference. If you're develop that technical ability and your smarts and knowledge about the game, doing something like impact soccer performance and adding to your athleticism, getting stronger, getting quicker, getting faster, that's going to elevate your technical play and it's going to make you a much, much better player. So, you know, and let's face it with the way things are, I was just talking about, it's up to you as the parent, if you're listening to help your player with it, it's up to you as a player to do those things on the on your own to make sure that you're focusing on the technical and the athletic to understand if you're a superior athlete now at 8 9 10 11 12 you might not be at 15 or 16 so you better get those technical skills okay so and, and well this kind of goes to what I was saying I was just going to say we shortchange skillful players as well by telling them that things like speed don't really matter and I've done it kind of myself too to it to encourage players, but but maybe I should explain the whole thing a little better. It's not that speed doesn't matter. It's that you can be a heck of a soccer player without being the fastest, but you are going to have to continue to play at, at higher levels and better competition. You are going to have certain levels. You're going to need certain levels of things like speed, but you don't have to be the fastest or quickest. 
when if you're really good technically, if you see the game really well, you anticipate really well. But getting faster than you are, getting quicker than you are, that's definitely going to going to help. And one thing we never talk about when we're trying to help players out with that when they're not that fast by explaining all the things they can do that don't require speed. Okay, well, what about the gifted athlete who also focuses on those things and brings them up to a certain level? The gifted athlete who also focuses on vision, awareness, anticipation, and those parts of the game that aren't about athleticism. Then what does the technical player do who doesn't have the speed, right? They need to get they need to get get a little bit of that speed to improve prove their athleticism. Um, and look, I, I've used probably used this before as an example. My I remember my uh, my current O three. So this is going back a little while when they were I think U twelve, maybe U thirteen, going into U twelve or U thirteen this summer, and we we're out doing some some training and everything. And it was I was shocked. We were doing some body weight training and things like that. You know, uh, lunges and squats and bear crawls and things like that. And it was amazing to me how few of them could do any of those things. Things that I took for granted because as a kid, we went outside and just played, right? Like played, played all all, all different games, all different sports, played tag, played things like that. And, and you know, we could sit in the bottom of a squat position for an hour at a time out, out in the yard or what have you. But today these, and these are the athletes of their age group, right? They're actually out there playing a high level sport. Today they don't they don't have any of that. So athletic training on their own is even more important, I think, nowadays for uh for these young players. Okay. And again, look, you don't have to be the fastest player in the world, but like, let's take the 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 40, okay? If the average player in your age group runs a the 40 in six seconds flat and you run it in, you know, eight, nine, or ten. You're in a lot of tr- you're in a lot of trouble. I don't care how technical you are, okay. And maybe you're not going to get it down to a six, but maybe you get it down to a seven or a six six or a six seven or something like that, where you're close. Now that's going to make a huge difference in the rest of your game, okay. So because you don't have to be the fastest, but you do going to have you're going to have to hit a certain level. You're going to need a certain amount of speed, a certain amount of quickness at your acceleration. You're going to have to be able to change direction to a certain degree within the competition that you're playing, just like you're going to need a certain level of ball skills, soccer IQ, mental skills, and so forth. Um, and I can go on and on. I know I jumped around a little bit in that. I wanted to get it, get a lot of that out there. Hopefully, maybe maybe it'll take you a second listen. Go back and listen. I think there are some nuggets in here that are going to help you become a better player. As I mentioned, I really do hope you go check out ImpactSoccerPerformance.com. Uh, it's a fantastic um, athletic training program. It's going to help these things I just talked about, strength, speed, agility, quickness, acceleration, explosiveness, all that great stuff. Um, technical skills, go check out ImpactSoccerSystem.com. Once again, really, really appreciate everybody that listens, everybody that that spreads the word and tells other people. Um because there is nothing financial backing this podcast. It's all just word of mouth from all of you that have listened, found something you liked, and shared it with others. And I really, really do appreciate it. I'm going to leave it for there um, for now once again, and I will talk to you later. Mm-hmm.